Welcome back to Two Dudes Talking Motorcycles. Uh, this is episode 23, and um, my name is Gleb, and you, can I, f- oh, sorry. and you can find me on Instagram at Gleb Lapham. Uh, and I am Mitch, and I am Meach to the Beach on Instagram. And you can also follow our podcast on Instagram at TDT Motorcycles, and you can also send us emails at tdtmotorcycles at gmail.com. Feel free to send us any Comments, questions, concerns, suggestions, writer stories, uh, pictures of your bike, anything like anything you feel is relevant to motorcycles. Send Go more first. pictures of your bikes, please. Yeah, we like to see your bikes. <laughs> yeah. All of them. A bike pick. Yeah, send us a bike pick. <laughs> a big a pick. A big pick. <laughs> uh, so on today's episode, we kind of wanted to talk about um, motorcycle fitness sort yeah. of we couldn't think of a better like, almost like rider health i guess yeah like, rider health fit, kind of fitness like, is a part of it yeah um, kind of like what you should or I, I guess what we found is good to like have we're not going to tell you how to work out and no like yeah. what to do sign up this for is, our three-week fitness program and tell you all your friends <laughs> about it so they can tell their friends about it and then no. we all get money something <laughs> no, nothing like that yeah but, <laughs> but we kind of just wanted to talk overall like just a general like health like what we kind of learned from our Mm -hmm. years of riding of like trying to be like be and stay healthy to ride so you're not either like wearing out too quick so you're able to like pick up your bike and properly maneuver it hold it Mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff well and just some stuff to your riding journey yeah and 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 other things that will like help like keep you sharp while you're riding so you're not like tired or you know like just not riding in optimal condition like mentally um, yeah for your awareness and everything like that so um, but I think before we do that, we have a few, uh, housekeeping issues. <laughs> so, yes. um, so firstly, uh, Ryan, you emailed us and I didn't get a chance to email you back, um, from our last episode, um, where we had compared the rebel 500 and the Kawasaki eliminator. Um, and Ryan here had actually said that perhaps like the new rebel, uh, scrambler that's coming out would probably, or came out last year. Or, or, yeah. Um, that, that would actually have been a better comparison oh um, interesting okay which i didn't even think about i've honestly forgot about the rebel scramble yeah so maybe um, for the next episode we kind of look into that and maybe yeah. give it a little give it a little correction slash compare and contrast yeah type, so type deal okay thanks ryan yeah no it's a really uh, it was a very long email so thank you for that it was awesome <laughs> yeah. of you so <laughs> um yeah so it's nice that you can ride uh ride year round as well that was um that's very lucky of you. <laughs> I'm jealous. Yeah. And I, I had looked at like, I think uh, in here, Ryan mentions that like, sometimes dealerships say they offer a uh, storage for their, uh, you can like, you can rent oh. out storage. Interesting. And I, I think like Harrison, like Morgan has mentioned too, is like, Oh, you can keep it here if I buy another bike, you know, but I'm just like, I, I don't know how much that would cost. And it's the same thing. It's like, it's still farther away from me. Yeah. You know? no, so that makes sense. <laughs> but yeah, um, and then the last thing from Ryan's email that I did just want to throw out, that this is brand new information to me, so if this helps you guys, shout out to Ryan from Baltimore. <laughs> um, he says that he's done a lot of work on his bikes and cars uh, just on the side of the street, um, but he's got the, it, he had, there was like a tool rideshare. Um, let's see, yeah, co-op, or not rideshare, yeah, co-op tool places. So I've never heard of that. Hmm, so like for him, so if you're in, in the Baltimore area, his example is uh, Balto Moco. Um, so yeah, it's it, it's not necessarily like motorcycle specific. Um, you just have to have a, a safety course, but you can take it, work on your bike. Um, 
yeah, and just get access to tools that you that maybe you can't afford otherwise or don't have the space for. Oh, that's I think I've a never heard of cool a tool idea. co-op. So. Yeah, I've never heard of that either. I know yeah. like uh, <laughs> certain like auto parts stores like O'Reilly's yeah, AutoZone, you can like borrow tools. Yeah. For a day yeah. from them, and then, uh, but I've never heard of, like just a, a co-op, tool sharing co-op. But I really like the idea of that. Same, yeah. Like, especially if you're like us, where you don't have like the space for a, a whole workshop. Yeah, so. and sometimes you just need that like one very specific tool for like mm-hmm. one very specific thing, and you might not need it again. Yeah. So it sucks to have to like go and try to buy it, and then maybe return it or to keep it and stuff. But you know, who knows how much it will cost just to do this one little thing? Yeah. So, yeah, so again, uh, Ryan, that was awesome advice and input from there. So um, hopefully anybody else out there listening can find something like that if it's beneficial to you. So way to go. And I think we'll we'll be mentioning the Scrambler next. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Sweet. So, yeah, that's a little follow-up since I didn't get a chance to respond to him yet. So No, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, But before we jump into our main topic, we have some fun... We we got a chance to try out some new bikes today. Not a bunch of news, but yeah. Not yeah. no no news today. We'll save that for next week, but or next episode. But we did get to try out some new bikes, and we kind of wanted to talk to them, talk a little bit about that before we jump into our main topic. Should we start off with the start of the show, the start of the the no, demo? No, let's bikes? do the other ones first. Actually, okay. Yeah. You know what? I, okay. Yeah. So I got to try. The bobber, mm-hmm. the bon- the Triumph Bonneville bobber, and somebody and had asked us to review the bobber. Yeah, I remember a I'm while back. Find... I can't remember the, where the email was. Yeah, and then we both got to also try out the Speed Twin. Yep, it was a older Speed Twin. It wasn't was it? It was a 2022 Speed Twin. 2022. But it had, okay, it was the one that I've mentioned before that has like it brings in like the the the, uh, the original, um, not original, but like the the really nice looking dual uh, analog dials oh that's right yeah, yeah. plus i had like the brembo, brembo brakes and the upside down forks and stuff yep. like that so it wasn't so this is kind of it, like a more upgraded sportier version of the yeah. like of the bonneville line from triumph and yeah. this one was a used bike it wasn't like a brand new it wasn't like a demo bike it was a used bike so it was straight piped so it probably affected the performance a little bit whereas compared to like a, a stock model but yeah. uh what did you what did you think of the speed twin um, I really liked it. Um, it was, if it was it, with those, with the Bonneville weight, you know, it has this, um, it just feels planted to the ground, which it I, does. I think is awesome. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so it was very responsive too. it's a heavier bike from the other one that we both rode. Um, I, I really liked it. <laughs> so I'm just like, it just reaffirmed, you know, it's like, yeah, Bonneville's man. They, 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 just, they, they, are get, good. they get me. <laughs> I, I really enjoyed it as well, but I don't know if I would, I still don't know if I would be like the Bonneville I would buy. I'm still leaning more towards the T120 just because mm-hmm. it has that more of classic motorcycle look. I have not ridden the okay. T120. I do want to ride it. Uh, maybe next time they have either a used one or a demo mm-hmm. one. Yeah. I'll try to go in there and ride it. Uh, also, we ride our bikes over at uh, Eurosports Utah. So if you are local to the Utah area or in the neighboring states uh, and you want to look at or buy, um, some uh european european brands yeah uh, triumph ducati or bmw uh stop by those guys because they're they are pretty awesome there they are yeah they'll they have some demos um you know and then and all yeah. their staff is super knowledgeable about all the different bikes they sell so yeah. it's it's they're 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 a good group of folks yep um we're just happy customers from them yeah like, that's we're, true like you know we're not getting endorsed or anything really we're just no. like 
these are the guys we go to and they've worked for us. Like there are yeah. other dealers, like not Triumph or BMW Ducati dealers around, yeah. but they just offer like good. They just offer good, a good service. Spot, yeah. yeah. So go, go check them out. Um, but yeah, the speed plan, I don't know. Like I did enjoy riding it. I had fun with it, but I'm still leaning towards the T120 kind of like that yeah. more classic upright motorcycle I, look. Yeah. I want to ride. It's been a long time since I rode a T120 cause I, I love the look of them. Yeah. Um, they're, they just have a good like classic vibe to them, you know. Yeah, uh, then the street do. twin, the street twin's cool. It's just like, and I like it, um, but like where it has like upside down forks and things, it's kind of a little too modernish still at the same time. I don't know. Like, I I, I think I would still get one. Really? Um, but again, I, I would want to compare them side by side. Yeah. Because um, again, I had I had a lot of fun on it. It was a short ride for me. Yeah. Um, it, that thing hauls ass too. Yeah, it, it was a very, <laughs> very fast bike. Well, and um, you had mentioned the brakes when you got back from your ride. Yeah. Um, and you had, and you said, like, oh, like, they're, like they bite. They bite. Know, they bite hard. And which is, I thought once I was on it, I was like, oh, that's interesting. So when I got on it and I got it up to a decent speed, you know, within the law, um, obviously. And, yeah, um, obviously. And I, and you know, the Bonnevilles, they are a heavier bike than yeah. the other one that we rode. Um, but that, yeah, those Brembos, they just stop that thing. They really do. They're they nice stop breaks. it on a dime. Mm-hmm. And it did feel pretty good too. Like the the controls, like the the throttle, the clutch, the brakes, yeah. both front and back, felt like right like they are right where they need to be. Yeah. Uh, didn't feel like the club clutch bit too early or like uh or engaged too early. I don't feel like the brakes were a little grabby. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think that's just one of those things you kind of get used to. I forget how many miles were on that one too, if how new it was or. Yeah, I don't remember what. It was a 2022. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, decent price though. It was like it was 10, 10 grand. Yeah, 10 grand. Yeah. So it was it was still enjoyable to ride. But I think I don't know. For me, the bond, the classic T120 is still yeah. kind of like <laughs> I just like the look of it. Yeah. A little bit more because it looks like a very the quintessential motorcycle base. Yeah. I've only ridden one T120 and it was a customized one. Like it had the Fox racing suspension done oh, on it. It had, yeah. a, it had a two to one exhaust. Like, so none of it was really stock. Oh, and it had, um, uh, they, they replaced the bars with like with the Triumph with the Bonneville bobber bars. Oh, interesting. So it was, okay, it was so different. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was awesome. And but, speaking uh, of the bobber, yay. <laughs> I also got a chance to try out a uh, bobber. It was, they had a used one. It was a, barely used it was 23 it was 23 400 miles miles on it so it's basically a brand new bike yeah Uh, and i got to take that out for a spin and i really i had a lot of fun with it i think one of the biggest things i remember from it is that the um the engine on it just feels like it has such a long power like such a long power curve because like i was in first gear and it's a really long first gear then you switch to second and it just keeps lumbering up yeah. not slow like it's, it's still fast, a pretty right? yeah. pretty fast and yeah. quick bike not as fast it didn't feel it quite as quick uh as the speed, speed twin okay at least going through gears but you're just like picking up the speed and kind of picking mm. up churning through the gears and they're really long gears and i was like oh this thing just wants to keep on going yeah. it's just <laughs> like there it's, it's not it's not a red line it's just it That's just keeps cool. keeps on going, <laughs> and I didn't mind like the I thought I I thought I wouldn't find it too comfortable to sit on because it's kind of got that you know you kind of sit further back yeah, and your hand hands out. are a little bit f- further yeah. forward not quite cruiser ish mm. or yeah uh, yeah and then, but your feet are still kind of your feet aren't really forward yeah. on it they're more straight down and 
but I didn't find it too uncomfortable. I I didn't feel like too much pressure in the wrist or anything like that. That's good. From like like I did on other similar bikes or like bikes similar to that. Yeah. Like I remember I tried out the uh, Indian Scout one time, mm. and I remember after just like twenty minutes of riding on that, I was like, my I can feel the so much pressure in my wrist because I feel like I have to like really lean forward mm. and like yeah. hold myself up with my with my hands. And I didn't I just, get to try that bobber that Indian. The scout bobber, so I did. Oh, yeah, okay. So I, yeah, so that's interesting. I'll have to try the bobber yeah, next week. So I thought the, uh, yeah, I thought the Triumph bobber was way more comfortable than the Indian Scout, hmm. but um, it's probably still not kind of like a bike. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it'd be one I would buy. Yeah, I absolutely love the look of it because if for those that are listening, if you're not familiar with what the bond of oh, the Triumph bobber looks like, the bond of a bobber is the back of the bike basically looks like it's just floating there. Yeah. So the design of it, it's got this massive monoshock right underneath the seat. And it looks like the seat and the back. Um, it looks pretty sick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like the back wheel and the back wheel uh, the cover, fairing, whatever it's called, mm. is like, it looks like it's just floating there yeah. in, in midair. And I think it's such a cool look, especially from the size, like a profile look of it is amazing. But yeah, my <clears throat> I'm still kind of more set on the... Uh, on the T120, yeah, just for that classic motorcycle look. I did feel pretty badass on the bobber, though. Yeah, that's how I felt on the uh, on the street speed or the speed twin. twin. Yeah, because it was um, so the one that we rode to, it was it had uh, some custom exhaust, like aftermarket exhaust, and it was yeah. very loud. It was very loud. It was louder than I would like Same. my bike to be. Yeah. Plus, um, I think I think I also really like how most of the Bonneville line of bikes, how they have like those long sweeping exhausts that go all the way to the back, and it was kind of yeah. like missing that aesthetic on this one yeah it's like like in a world where i was to get that that speed uh that speed twin um i would invest in like getting like some british custom sleeper pros okay. for it um just because they sound amazing mm. um but it was nice like when you're at speed and going like you did get some it did sound really cool yeah <laughs> i felt i felt pretty cool yeah riding that same one, so <laughs> but those two while exciting were not the most exciting bike we both got to ride today because today we got to ride also ride the Triumph, the brand new 2024, 2023, one of the two. Yeah. Uh, speed or Street Triple RS. RS, the 765cc. <laughs> and that thing was an absolute blast. Gosh, it that was, was a, yeah. such a great bike to ride. <laughs> and it was in that really beautiful yellow, gold yes. yellow. Oh, like we'll if have to I put a picture up yeah. of it on forum because for the YouTube people because it was just it's we'll put such on a beautiful, we'll put on Instagram yeah. too. It was that such was a beautiful. beautiful bike, and you know if I could afford another bike at the moment and had a place to put it, yeah, I would I would be very tempted to buy that bike. If I had a place to put it, I would also be very tempted. Yeah, because like it's it's getting to that point like riding season's gonna be sparking up here soon. Mm-hmm. Oh man! <laughs> and what was what was your favorite part of that so, bike? Uh, I'm trying to decide if I just want to get it out there or build up to why, but, um, right off the bat that I noticed, um, and this is, this is like a small, like quality of life thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you get on this bike and you turn it on the exhaust note and the volume for it. So good. It's, it, 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 it almost doesn't need an aftermarket exhaust. Yeah. I don't think it does. Like, unless like you're doing it for performance reasons, you know, and you're going to tune it and everything. Um, but as it is, it sounds amazing. <laughs> to me, it sounds like almost like a race car. Not quite like. Not, I think not, it goes without not, saying that this episode's like intro for the for the engine sound is gonna be the Street Triple RS, yeah, the one that we rode. And like, 
and that, and the thing is it's like the um uh what was what was i gonna say the exhaust note to me just sounds like not not a sports car but like an yeah. actual race car mm-hmm. it's like this ringy like loud smooth. not super loud but smooth exhaust mm-hmm. note and that was the first thing i noticed and even when you're like riding in the helmet you just hear it's just oh. just like ah such a smooth it's insane smooth engine yeah. and like whatever magic triumph pumped into that engine <laughs> it works because it rode really really well yeah oh that's yeah i and so that was the one thing i that, that was the first thing that i noticed and it's like that doesn't sound like a stock exhaust yeah but it is it's still stock and it's just such a good looking bike i love the whole like floating headlight look Mm -hmm. that triumph has Mm -hmm. on them couple with that beautiful beautiful like orangish yellow color yeah it's just such a good looking bike one thing that that was really nice with riding it and so if you haven't ridden a street triple like find a demo or someone who has one and try it but that floating headlight that gleb just mentioned um when you're sitting on it and you know it's a pretty it's like a semi-aggressive uh, stance, yeah. riding stance. Um, so just so when your helmet and your peripheral, you just get this like bubble floating below you and you're so yep. low to the ground. If you're used to an adventure bike, you know, that's like, <laughs> like it's, it's not something you see. Yeah. It's not something that I'm used to and you're so low to the ground. You just got this little bubble ahead of you and you're yep. just, yeah. And just it, not like just the road in front of you. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, it's a really nice ride. The TFT was nice. It was easy to read. Yeah. I do like uh, that. Good use. And that, of it is a fast bike. Yes. It is a very <laughs> quick bike. There was a one point where I was like, all right, let's open this thing up a little bit and see how it does. I could feel the front, not lifting up, but I could feel like the, the weight coming off the front wheel. I'm pretty sure the bike probably cut off some power to kind of like mm, bring it back it down. Back, yeah. Cause I didn't turn off traction control or anything like that because it was, I was the first person to ride it. Yeah. Like he was the first person, the first person to even ride that bike. Not even like anyone at the dealership had a chance to ride it yet. So, uh, the guy was helping me he out. Zeus. He was telling me like, you know, these tires are brand new. It's cold outside. Just like take it a little slow yeah. at first. So after I did a, like, initial loop and then on the yeah. way back and I was we like, still had to be kind of we had to be nice to it one because it's not our bike but yeah two, it hasn't had the break in yep so. but i decided to like give it a little bit of an open up and i could feel that front like kind of front open. end getting yeah. getting lighter and i was like oh yeah. okay this thing has uh just for reference uh it's got 128 horsepower <laughs> and 59 pound feet of torque but it's got a lot of power in yeah. a bike that's not very heavy and it's really it's a really light bike yeah. too so it is uh, wet weight is 414 pounds. Wow. So 128 horsepower <laughs> and 414 pounds. We need to be better at math so we can just spit out like the power to weight ratios. Yeah. And <laughs> so. uh, that's it's big, man. It's um, it's a powerful yeah. bike, and this got me thinking. Like, okay, this is already plenty fast. Mm-hmm. I can't even imagine what the 1200, the street, the speed triple is like. Because to me that sounds scary. Because this was fast. You're crazy yeah. if you're like if that's your, like your 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 go to bike. Like that's yeah. like your main ride. Because that's just so much power. Like that's I so wild. Yeah. That's like, like I, this was plenty enough for yeah. me that I'm like I would be fine with this bike. No, and I was like you know coming from like a, a chunky adventure bike. And, yep. You know, I'm like you know I was a little intimidated by it at first. Like I had to like get into the groove of it and yeah because yeah that that thing will take off. It's definitely I wouldn't call that a beginner bike. No, so. <laughs> no, it's it's got a lot of power behind yeah. it. But then one and but with with saying that too, it was really nice is that the um 
riding through traffic and everything, it still felt behaved. Like, it did well. feel behaved. It felt very nimble, mm-hmm. which goes a lot for like a lot of the Triumph, like street trip, even my Tiger. Yeah. Just feels like such a nimble bike. You can just like yeah. lean back and forth and the bike will just instantly respond to what you're doing. Yeah. Uh, and it feels like it's balanced pretty well, like going at slow speeds and stuff like that. Never have I felt like I wanted to. Yeah, that- tilt too far one way or another the turning radius on it for slow nice speed quick. Is, yeah. yeah on a dime um yeah. no i they i think they just they just knocked it out of the park with that with they really one. did yeah um, and then, overall i was just gonna say it's a very like precise and refined bike but it's like wild too yeah and so. i honestly can't think of really like any big negatives and stuff like that that no. i man honestly like, if i can have more space in the future for another bike like i I really i really want another bonneville like a street oriented bonneville but that street street triple triple might have to come up because that (laughs) yeah and i've ridden a street triple before like i rode like a 2022 street triple um that one might have also been an rs but from like the new bump up like it's it it, there's a difference oh yeah from my memory like it it must have been a year ago that i rode the older one but um gosh yeah it's it felt like I rode a street triple for the first time again. Yeah. So <laughs> it's, it's a fantastic way. If yeah. you get a chance to try it out, go ahead. No, absolutely. Um, but should we move on to our, uh, really topic? quick. Yeah. I oh, just yeah. wanted to say too, is like one thing that they like, cause the guys at uh, Eurosport Utah mentioned too, it's just like, you know, street triples, they would sell, you know, they, yeah. they would, they would do well, but now it's just like this, these, these street triples are just they're gone before they, they're, they're, yeah. They're, yeah. Like they can't keep them in stock almost. So, which is great. Good yeah. news for Triumph. No, yeah. I feel like Triumph's really had some bangers lately. Like between the Tiger, they're, which has been yeah. a really popular adventure bike, they got something the in the water. Triple, like Hinkley, because yeah. they're doing something right. They're doing they're doing <laughs> some good stuff, and uh, we might get an opportunity to try out the new uh, their new four hundreds, their new like entry Just, level yeah, bikes. Scrambler X. We might be able to yeah. try that. So, so soon. Keep uh, you know, make sure to listen to the future episodes to catch yes, that. And tell your friends about us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and if you're shopping for new motorcycle gear, feel free to use our Revzilla affiliate link in the description down below. Uh, it doesn't cost you anything extra, but it will give us a little bit of cash, or a little bit of uh, money back, so we can uh, yep. help, uh, so we can grow this podcast and get better equipment and all that kind of stuff. Um, or if you're not planning on buying anything, you can still and still feel like giving us some money. Feel free to go to buymeacoffee.com slash TDT Motorcycles yep. and uh, throw some uh, throw some coffees our way. Yeah, it's just going to go back to the show because we just want to yep. be able to keep it growing. And, yep. Um, but it's good. We'd like to have the show be self-sustaining yeah. and stuff eventually. And also, but enough to also save money to get new and better equipment and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, so main topic? I think so, yeah. Motorcycle fitness. <laughs> Uh, when you first got your first motorcycle mm-hmm. four almost four years ago now, huh? Yeah. Yeah. It'd be four years in May. Yep. Me too. Oh my God. Yeah. No way. <laughs> uh, what was kind of like, like, what did you think, what, what did you kind of expect you would need to do like health wise or physically, physical wise to be able to like ride it and be able to maneuver it and like pick it up, yeah. kick, pick it off the kickstand and stuff like that. Um, so, you know, that was 2020. Um, and so I, I took like the, uh, uh, the MSF, um, and I was in pretty good shape back then. I, I you know, it wasn't astonishing or anything, but I was in pretty <laughs> good shape. The job I had at the, I had had at the time, um, you know, I, I had to be in shape for it. 
Yeah. Um, so it really wasn't like too bad for me getting out there. Like one thing I, I would, I started doing as a new writer, I limbered up, I would stretch, um, you know, and then like, there was like sometimes like where I wasn't riding, it'd be night or, you know, whatever. Once I did get my bike and I would like sit on it and just kind of like lean it over and then like push it back up to see like how heavy, like, okay, this bike is X amount of pounds. How much yeah. does that feel at this angle? Like what? Nice. You know, so I would do that a little bit within reason from there, you know, and then, um, but what like really helped me like figure out what I had to do or what I had to like get stronger at in terms of dropping, um, since that's what we're going to be going over here first is that yeah. the, uh, like during slow speed maneuvers, I haven't dropped a bike yet, knock on wood, you know, but, <laughs> um, the, uh, um, through my slow speed maneuvers, you have mess ups and things, right. And yeah, you gotta be able to catch yourself from there. So it's like, there were a few close calls, um, for me that I went over a little further than I wanted to. <laughs> and that's such a scary feeling too. Cause at that point you're just scrambling to make, to catch it and make sure you don't further, yeah. Yeah. further drop it. You know, if it's your first bike and it's brand new and you yeah. know, and everything from there. So it's, so it was a lot of that and just getting it back up. Um, so, you know, when I would exercise, um, I would focus on something that would like, help me. Like I would do like the side lunges or whatever you call them, the side, side by side to sides. So oh yeah. Legs. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, from there and going from there. Um, so that's what I did to start out with just to like, make sure I could stay limber, uh, from there. Uh, and then when I got a really big bike, <laughs> the scrambler, um, I did have one moment I rode up little Cottonwood Canyon and I came up to the top and I was doing some slow speed to come to a stop. And then I was going to like get off the bike, take some pictures. Um, I goofed up and I was a slight incline. The, the, was that a slight incline? Yeah. So I started to go over the wrong way, the side, not the not kickstand side. Oh, no. And I caught it, but I was still pretty used to the weight of my rebel. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then with that leverage out there, you know, it's you're out, you're out further. Um, so I caught it, but I was fighting against the incline uh, and gravity. And but I was I, I'm pretty sure I've mentioned it before. It was like I in that moment, I was like, this bike is not touching the ground. Yeah. And I just <laughs> I took it took everything I had and bad form, but I got it up and I pulled something like, yeah, in my groin or my head. Yeah. Um, I had a similar experience with my tiger when I got that, because it was also much bigger, heavier bike than my previous Honda that I had. Cause I remember like moving that, my Honda in and out of the garage. It was a piece of cake. I mean, that yeah. thing, you just <laughs> like roll it up the driveway back down. It was super easy just cause it was like a much lighter bike. Then yeah. you go over to the tiger <laughs> and it's, much heavier bike still well balanced but mm -hmm. definitely noticeably heavier and i remember uh i was leaving my driveway to take it to its first uh the break-in service and i was like my driver's on an incline so i tried to like churn it and i didn't really have enough speed going so it kind of just like churned but also started tilting and i was like no 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 yeah and same thing just like full force on not the kickstand side like on my leg and i'm just like mm -mm. It's yep. not, it's not going down. Yeah. <laughs> and I just went like, okay, we need to actually, and I was like, okay, glove, you actually need to get the bike moving mm -hmm. to make it turn better too. Not just standing at yeah. pretty much one mile well, an hour or less. <laughs> yeah. Well, and with mine, with the scrambler, my first close call with the scrambler, um, at that time, like I wasn't as in good a shape as I was when I started riding. Yeah. You know, I'd moved to like a, a more remote and, uh, yeah, a remote position. And so I just wasn't as active it was winterish still. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, and so it's just like, 
so I had to ride home in pain, get home. I, I don't think I could ride for like two days. I could like kind of just hobble around because it, it was just something in my hip and Ugh, groin area. That sucks. Just, it hurt. Like, yeah, I just did yeah. something wrong. So it's it, it just goes into that. And I know we've mentioned like, hey, make sure you're like, you're able to lift up your bike and be strong. And you know, yeah. like, but this is going to be more. Um, so just to reiterate that as riding season starts, if you're like us, you may not have been as active as you were during the summer. <laughs> Um, you're more active than I am now. I need to, I'm working on it. So snowboarding helps. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So it was, so as we just, as we're ramping into this season, it's just going to be good to, yeah, let's just go over it again. It's, it's, it's good for us too. So, yeah. you know, um, but yeah, what have you done? Like what, I, yeah, you, I, you have your legs from snow snowboarding. So I, wait, what do you mean? Like, well, you're, you're, you're probably pretty strong right now in your legs. Oh yeah. So, yeah. At least I like to pretend that I am, but, uh, <laughs> no, I think snowboarding definitely does help, but it's not really also like, it's is not too same? much of a strength exercise. I'm not lifting weight. I'm more just holding myself up. Yeah. If you ever done wall sits when you were in the high school gym, it's basically like doing that, but for an entire, like yeah. 10, fit, like 15, <laughs> 10, 15 minutes, however long it takes you My to get down the run. favorite exercise. <laughs> You're basically doing like a half squat on the snowboard. Mm-hmm. So it does, uh, it is a very good leg workout, but it's not like a deadlift or anything like that where you're lifting weight up. Um, I think like if I were to pick like one workout that everyone should try and do is deadlifts. Oh, like yeah. if you're, if you're riding a motorcycle, like yeah. being able to pick up your bike off the ground, is probably like a very good skill to have and you don't have to straight up just power lift it yeah there is plenty of different like techniques well, there's that you the can walk do. walk it up you walk yeah. it backwards technique you know yep, the walk it up or kind of like grab it by like the the handlebar the, the handlebar in the frame and kind of like use that to kind of prop it up at least halfway and then walk yeah. the rest forward too yep there's lots of different techniques but when i did have my when i did drop my bike i remember i basically had to deadlift it because i could not get an angle on it because i was basically like uh, the road and then a, like a hill here and my bike was like wedged kind of like this yeah um basically an upside down triangle for those that are listening and my bike was like in the middle of it so i couldn't really like <laughs> s- squat or walk from this side nor from the other side so i basically did have to deadlift it and i remember like it took a good bit of good bit of strength to I'm to sure. do it it's yeah, a big bike so yeah after <laughs> also like having to like wiggle my way from under it because my foot was kind of pinned under it too yeah and i remember like oh yeah this is not something that is easily done yeah like it definitely you definitely feel the weight trying to lift it up it does help that you're not like lifting the full you know 500 pounds you're at least just trying to tilt it back up on the wheel so yeah that weight's still on the ground but it's still I mean, a lot of the weights on the top, so it's yeah, not please, the easiest. Please don't try and lift your motorcycle off the ground. Just, just yeah, just it's not the it whole up. thing. Just stand <laughs> it up. The goal is to get it upright, not off the ground. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you do, if you can get it off the ground, then props to you. You probably shouldn't even be listening to this episode. RIP to your back. Yeah, yeah so. <laughs> you'll probably be fine. Yeah. <laughs> but for the rest of us that are not strong men and women, yeah, we uh, just use the proper technique, mm-hmm. but. Even before that, like before riding um, or when I got my first bike and stuff like that, kind of similar. I try to like stretch and limber up and stuff like that. I do get like uh, my hips tend to like lock up sometimes if I like, mm. move my foot out a little too far. It has happened on like a few of our rides too. Yeah. If I like move one, I don't remember if it's the right or left. Like one of them <laughs> does it more than the other. But if I like 
stretch it too far, put too much weight on it, then yeah. I like go and sit down on like the bike. I can feel like one of the hips just wanted to kind of like not sit quite yeah. right. So and I have to like pay attention to that. Yeah. And I just want to like clarify too, like we're not telling you guys to go limber up before no. your rides. We don't do it now. Um, I barely I'm, ever limber up before anything and then yeah, regret it. Maybe if it's a long <laughs> ride, I'll, I'll do like something to kind of stay loose. Maybe. But yeah. like, it's just like, you know, something to think about. Like if you are, I don't know, it's just, it's just food for thought. Yeah, <laughs> <So>. definitely. And <laughs> um, even like, and it's, I think it's a good practice in general. If you're like on the long ride and stuff mm-hmm. like that, like when we rode to Colorado, uh, every time we'd stop, we'd do like kind of stretch it out a little bit, like walk stretch around. your legs, walk around, get the blood flowing. Because yep. I mean, sitting in that position for a long period of time is not the best, not the best for your health yeah. and muscles and circulation and stuff like that. So yeah, um, even in the middle of a ride, especially if you start, too. you start to feel pins and needles pull over. Yeah, <laughs> so. I'll definitely pull over in that case. <laughs> uh, but I think like overall, it's it's just one of those. Um, one of those things you kind of just have to know your level of fitness and kind mm-hmm. of like what your tolerance tolerance level yeah. is to make sure that you take enough breaks and do like the necessarily stretching or exercising and stuff like that when you're yeah. planning on doing like a long ride or something. Yeah. Just something, you know, it is like more, I'd say it's more, um, I don't know. It's, it, it's, it's a good thing to do. Yeah. For those long rides. I mean, if you're riding around town, it can still be kind of good. I've noticed, like, uh, especially as I get back into riding, on the, whenever we do get good weather, yeah, I, you know, I find my mind will kind of wander because I'm like tired or I'm hungry. Yep, and that, you don't want that on a motorcycle. No, especially you your, especially if you're rusty. Yeah, you, you want know? your mind to be focused on the ride, to yeah. paying attention to cars, traffic, make sure you don't get hit or yep. hit someone. Yeah, so it's really just like, stuff. you know, yeah, so just helping you like have a, a healthy mindset too, like you know. Make sure you're not tired, that you've, you're not riding on, like, a truly empty stomach. You yeah. Know? Make so. sure you're also in the right headspace and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. if you're angry or frustrated or sad and stuff, those things can affect your, like, riding habits and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. And maybe potentially cause you to do something stupid or dangerous. And yeah. And don't, don't do that. Well, maybe it's, maybe, like, motorcycle fitness isn't the right word for the for the topic. It's, like healthy writing i guess maybe healthy writing yeah, yeah you know so your health and writing yeah yeah <laughs> uh i don't feel good if i don't ride so <laughs> same i miss it so much riding those bikes today was just uh, like such a breath of fresh air because like i said like, man we're just getting teased like i know yeah. it's just it's not quite warm enough to do a proper ride but it's so close mm-hmm. to it it's just edging yeah right there <laughs> it really is but so. we're halfway through february next month is march it's probably gonna we're probably Soon that that will shift. Soon we'll have more riding days than non-riding days versus I hope, now. I hope it's not just going to be like nicer weather, but it's just dumping rain. <laughs> or like, like last year was just going to dump like f- five feet of snow within the last week of March. Oh my gosh. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then in like the next day, it's just going to like be like 100 degrees outside. It's like no decent riding yeah. weather. <laughs> but I mean, with the way winter's been going now, I feel like March is going to be warming up fairly quick so we might be able to squeeze in a decent ride yeah here and there and Mm -hmm. put our health tips to the test (laughs) yeah so and i think as we get closer to that i think eventually we where you should maybe like put together something like about like getting your bike ready for riding season again yeah i don't know if we've done that i can't remember i think we did something similar to it but it'll probably be a nice little refresher yeah probably for us too yeah yeah definitely (laughs) um 
but also um, like just the fitness aspect of it or the health yeah. aspect of it like physical and mental health are both important and um affect one another yeah and i think you need to have a be pretty good for both mm-hmm. probably mental definitely more than physical i mean I mean, you don't have to be the most physically fit person to ride a motorcycle. Hell no, of course no, not. No. No. Like, if you're doing maybe like off-road riding and stuff like that. You need a little bit more endurance. Yeah, strength, it definitely. So. I mean, when I've ridden off-road before, you definitely feel your muscles like oh, working. Because yeah. you're working to balance the bike, standing up on it and stuff like that. Kind of mm-hmm. moving with the bike. Versus yeah. road riding when it's kind of more leisure. You kind of just sit back and yeah. and relax on it. Or not really relax, but it's more. It's less involved compared to off-road riding. Yeah. But mental wise like i feel like you need to be in the right headspace to to ride so you don't make potentially dangerous or deadly mistakes yeah so it's just um something to keep in mind for everybody i guess that's what we're really just going for this one yeah um is there anything you like to do before before like a ride to prepare for both mentally and physically um yeah, I I really just try to first of all make sure I'm awake, like properly awake. Yeah, you know, um, use the restroom and make and again, like I've I've ridden on empty stomachs before. I have one stomach. I've ridden on, on an empty stomach. <laughs> Whoa, man! <laughs> uh, I've ridden on on an empty stomach before, and it's just not good. Like you, yeah, it's not even if feeling. you are awake, you know, you're you're just you're, there's something. Your reaction time is down. You're a little distracted from the hunger. Yep. Um, that's just what I've noticed personally. So yeah, it's just, I, agree. I, I need to make sure there's something in my stomach. I don't need a, I don't need a full course meal, oh. <laughs> but like I need some sort of sustenance, so like some ride. kind of snack at least. Yeah. And I know every time we do like a ride that's longer than just like an hour, like 30 minute jaunt. Yeah. If you do like a full day ride, we always end up stopping at a gas station, getting like protein a bar. protein shake or protein yeah. bars, something like that, like a bag of chips yeah uh because you just need to yeah to have something you gotta have something i also drink a lot of water yeah like before i go on the ride especially in the summer i always make sure to drink like a full glass of water that way uh i'm at least somewhat properly hydrated um and if you do live in like a hot climate like you will sweat that water (laughs) out very fast yeah yeah, if you're if you've been sweating all day and you don't have to pee during the day, you're dehydrated. You're dehydrated. You should <laughs> so. probably drink like at least like well, like not a gallon, but like, like enough sixty like forty ounces of water. You should be drinking some water, and like yeah. one thing that helps too. Um, this helps with drinking if you need to. So if you could drink like a body armor, um, yeah, something before Gatorade, body armor, yeah. Powerade, like any of those drinks full of electrolytes, mm-hmm. those help out a lot. That's probably like one of my favorite. But like you the, have to drink water with those. You can't just drink that. Yeah. Like, they do have a lot of sodium. Um, um, so you do want to drink water with or following. Yeah. Well, I just have water with you at all times. Yeah. Just, on drink, just drink water. If your guys. ride is longer yeah. than like a couple of hours, yeah. definitely have some water with you. And it's I don't just, know how I feel about telling grown people to drink water now, but <laughs> that's what I, honestly, I've known, I know some people that do not drink enough water throughout the day. Yeah. So. And I've, I've like, had enough grown men tell me to drink water. And like, <laughs> I, I know, I know. <laughs> that's that's fair. That's it's just fair. A, it's a list item. We're not calling you guys out. So. Yeah, yeah. If you drink, don't drink enough water, that's on you. We're yeah. not your fathers and mothers. Yeah, we're, we're not your need, two dads. Yeah, <laughs> we might be. Who knows? But huh? <laughs> yeah. but we uh, yeah, just just stay healthy and yeah. safe. No, for there. real. Yeah, eat plenty of snacks. No one's no, no one's gonna judge you if you're gouging down a bag of uh bag of cheetos 
at a gas station it's, next to your bike. It'd probably look even cooler, actually. Yeah. Like, like that, that that looks like a vibe I want to be in. Right? <laughs> Just like wearing your motorcycle gear, standing next to your bike, chowing down some Sucking bag of Cheetos. Cheeto juice off your finger. Yeah, Cheeto, exactly. Cheeto dust off your fingers. Yeah. yeah so. you're, on a, you're on a motorcycle. Like, yeah. You're, you're already cool enough. No one's going to judge you after that. <laughs> yeah, remember, and that's the biggest thing to take away. Everyone thinks you're cool on your motorcycle. Exactly. Exactly. You're as cool as you think you are. <laughs> yep. And if you buy one, thinking, if you're a guy and you buy one thinking you're going to get a lot of uh, women interested in you, you're you're wrong. <laughs> They're not going to be interested in you. All you're going to have interest in you are a bunch of grown men who are also into motorcycles. Yeah. <laughs> it's a myth. Maybe it works for some people. Yeah. Well, you know, it's on the, on the plus side of that, then you, you have the potential to make some really good new friends like we've done. That is very so. true. Yeah. We made a lot of friends through motorcycling, which yeah, is awesome. Really we good are friends. friends because of motorcycling. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. I don't know what else to add to no, like I think the that fitness was, side of things. You know, uh, this was just going to be a really chill, another really chill episode because we do have like a more in-depth one coming up. Yep. Um, I'm excited for our next topic. So we it's going to be fun. Yeah. I think it's just good that we kind of reduced our own workload for a little bit so we can ramp yeah. up for this. So Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, Let's do a little, maybe like summary of tips. Yeah. A little fitness tips. Yeah. Uh, I would just say like ideas, I guess ideas. Yeah. I would say if you're new to riding or if you're just getting back into it or you bought a new bike, um, get a feel for it before feel for the weight of it before you go out and like really ride it around. Yeah. Just in case like feel like I really liked what you said, like tilt it as far as you can before it feels like it's too, too much for you to lift it up mm-hmm. both ways to see like, Okay, if it goes further than this, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have yeah. a bad time. Well, it become it adds into like the balancing of of a slow speed maneuver because you can kind of feel like okay, that's feeling a little close to like what it was a little too yep. much. I got to give it some gas. You yep, know? that's true um, too. Um, make sure you can actually like move it back and forth without the yeah. like engine on, so you can maneuver like either in and out yeah. of parking spaces or uh, your driveway and things like that. Or maybe what if what happens if it dies? You like you mm-hmm. need to at least be able to like push it back and forth and know how that feels so like all that kind of stuff um and i guess this is more like a safety thing too like okay if you're if you're in a slow speed maneuver or something right and you feel it start to go over um you know if it's if as long as you don't kill kill the engine um you can also like help your knees and your back and your body uh just give it some gas and straighten out Yep. That, that the bike won't want to straighten yeah, out. The, the the healthiest thing you can do is not drop the bike. So if you have the ability to not kill the bike and you can get it um, out of the friction zone and get moving, uh, you know, physics will take care of it for you. Yep. But in up. the event that you know, it's it's, con- it's a contingency. You yeah. Know, if if it if it dies, if you accidentally tap the front brake in a slow speed, then you can like hopefully catch yourself and not injure yourself. That that's yeah. the goal. That's the goal. Yeah, so. and you can injure yourself by, like you mentioned, with your leg, just yeah. by trying to catch it and stuff, yeah. especially if it's a bigger, heavier bike. If it's a little dirt bike, you'll probably be fine. Mm-hmm. But um, I think another... So now that I know better, if I had been smarter back when my bike almost went over, the smart thing to do would have been give it some gas and point There's downhill. Point, and yep. Yeah, the centrifugal force will just stand me up. let it stand <laughs> yeah. itself up. No, that <laughs> makes sense. And I think my other just advice would be like, just stretch limber up yeah especially if you're doing a really long ride and uh just take breaks mm-hmm. take breaks too this like for touring and adventure riding specifically yeah, abs- more specific yeah. but pretty much with any bike if you feel like a body part of yours starting to kind of like cramp up and stuff mm-hmm. you don't want that cramping up like in the middle of a like an emergency situation yeah. and stuff so pull over ride like no one's gonna judge you 
if you need to stop for a second. Yeah. Well, and like, and we, I know we've mentioned it when we've talked about our longer rides in the past. So if you're new, um, since the episode, like we, we've said it before is like, we did one really long ride where we didn't really take any breaks and we suffered. Yeah. Like um, I, I called carry. off work the next day cause I'm pretty sure I was dehydrated. So I was like running with a bad headache mm-hmm. all day and the next day. And I was miserable riding back Yeah, we just tried to make it home. Yep. Um, but then when we went to Colorado, we mapped it out. We would take a break every hour to half hour, sometimes two if, if like yeah. there's nowhere to stop, but yeah, we would make those stops and that when that goes, it, it felt so much better. Cause even if it's like a 20, 15 minute stop, yeah. it, it's just like, okay. cause by the time we got to Colorado, our final like to our hotel, I didn't feel like super exhausted. I was yeah. hungry, but I wasn't like dead ass tired. Yeah. No, same. It's like I was, I was hungry. I, I was like tired from the day, but I wasn't like my body wasn't tired. Yeah. So that's just, I think that's like the biggest thing to take away is just not exhausting yourself um, no, or hurting yourself. Yeah. So. <laughs> and know, know your own limitations and where mm-hmm. your bike's limitations are. So you don't, Mm-hmm. try to catch something that you might not be able to lift up yeah. properly. Cause well, and I think, you know, and, and not to like preach, you yeah. know, but like, I think for me and you, like when we start riding, like, I don't think we're technically, I don't, we're not in like long distance riding shape right now. Probably not. We're going to have to like kind of work ourselves into it and yeah. get ready, you know? So, and also like, like you were mentioning, if you are, if you feel your bike is dropping and stuff like that, it is instinct to catch it, but know that if you don't think you'll be able to hold it, like might just be better to let it drop. Don't follow my example because <laughs> the, it's much worse if you prevent it from dropping, but then like sprain your back to the point where you can't or, even like sit think, up on it. Yeah. Like looking back, I would much rather deal with a scratched up dropped bike than a slip disc. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. Which I, did, which I didn't have, but that could have happened. It could have happened. And yeah. then you, be, you won't be riding at all. Yeah. So it's like, you kind of have to know like that proper, Mm-hmm. your your own limit and your limits your own we don't know what your limit is so. we're not we're not your your life coaches yeah so go talk to your try, doctor we're not trying to be so, <laughs> so I, was, I was just got self-conscious that this was a little preachy but yeah so. <laughs> hopefully it's not hopefully it's not but yeah yeah i think that's kind of most of what i had that's to mostly share. what i had and yeah again go try the street triple rs <laughs> go try the street triple that thing is awesome yeah it's just bonkers it was fun oh so I want to go ride it again. I, know. I want to go buy it. <laughs> if you have a street triple RS, let us know and send us a picture of it because it's a pretty awesome bike and we're very jealous of you. Yeah. So that's about sweet. All I really had. Yeah. Thanks guys. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening and we'll see, see you in the next episode. <laughs>